Hi, welcome to Bumblebees, a podcast between pals. I'm your pal Rowan, and you're my pal this week, and I'd like to talk about two things, the format of this show and then this week's topic. This is a bite-sized, enthusiastic podcast, which means I get to talk for 10 minutes every week about something pleasant. It could be a film, it could be a hobby, uh, maybe even an experience I was lucky enough to enjoy or learn from, and I'll tell you what I can about it so we can foster a connection, and not just between us although we can certainly be pals if you want to, but between you and whatever parts of what make my life better that you want to make a part of your own. This week, that's Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing has existed since 2001 with the release of the first game. After that, Wild World was released in 2005, followed by the 2008 game City Folk. But my experience with Animal Crossing actually began with the uh, New Leaf game. New Leaf was originally released in 2012, but the New Leaf Welcome Amiibo was released in 2016 when I started playing. I was introduced to Animal Crossing by an ex-girlfriend of mine who thought that it was up my alley and was completely right. Uh, She was the only person that I really played the game with. I didn't know anyone else who played and I wasn't active on any online community, so things like cataloging or visiting other people's towns wasn't really something I participated in. But those are very small and completely optional facets of an otherwise huge and open-ended game that is so, so much fun to play. It was always so much fun and it's still fun now. New Leaf was absolutely wonderful. For those of you that don't know what the Animal Crossing games are, they're they're kind of a um, society simulator. <laughs> Basically, they're a game that centers around fostering and thriving in a community that you spend your time and your energy and your money and, and all of your thoughts and, and concerns uh, really delving into and building up. Uh, you are playing a human character who lives in a village or a town or an island or something of that nature with so, so many anthropomorphic animals. (laughs) You don't start with a lot of animals. You only start with a few. But all of your villagers, there's, there's a massive pool of hundreds of villagers that you randomly get assigned just a few of every game. So your town is almost certainly not like anyone else's you'd know. It's really, that's one of my favorite parts of the game is I I love the individual villagers. There are villager types. There are things like jocks and sisterly types. There's cranky type. And my personal favorite is normal type. Hi, I'm Rowan and I'm addicted to normal type villagers. I can't, they're they're so cute and I can't get over them. But I do love all of the characters, especially Snooty for some reason, that's my second favorite. But Animal Crossing is also notable as a game because it is designed by developers to be played in real time, in tandem with the actual date and time that you are living in while you're playing it, uh, which is interesting because it has created two separate communities of people that play Animal Crossing. There's the community of people that have time traveled and typically they change the, the date and settings on their play device so that they can advance in the game where otherwise they would have to wait and there's nothing wrong with that i've actually tried time traveling in the most recent game and it it has its merits i I will say it's definitely fun if you're looking for a specific kind of experience but i do prefer playing in real time just part of why animal crossing is so nice um for me specifically (laughs) there are a lot of interesting things about new leaf that really got me into the animal crossing series as a whole Uh, One of them is your mayoral duties. (laughs) The game posits you as an accidental mayor of a town. Uh, You're just visiting and it's not really sure why, but you're not supposed to be the new mayor and yet everyone was expecting you there. It's a lot of fun to just be 
the de facto mayor of a town and to run around doing mayoral duties and picking weeds and see what your villagers need from you, what they would like the town to develop into, to enter public works projects and watch them get paid off is incredibly satisfying. Um, and it also really helps to get your shops up and thriving, you know? Like, there, there's a part of the game where you get to get the retail shop back up on its feet. So it's like a, a bustling hub of, of activity and consignment. You get to do things like start a gardening shop that a little sloth named Leaf runs. And you get the tailor shop really, really just absolutely thriving in the economy. And you can get things like a nightclub and a coffee bar. And it's just... It's so much fun. I never got particularly far in the game. I have a tendency to restart when I feel stuck and that I feel stuck a lot <laughs> in games because I don't play a lot of them. So I never got particularly far, but when New Horizons was released this year in March, the pandemic had just started to really affect legislation and I'm immunocompromised. So I found myself without a job and nothing to spend my time in, and no way to buy the Switch or the game when the launch was announced and released like I had intended to. So I turned back to New Leaf because I wanted to feel like I was playing Animal Crossing again, and my girlfriend, Erin, who I love very much and intend to marry, got really into New Leaf, and it is hers now. It is her game. I love her, and she deserves it, and she's having so much fun. But one thing that we got in this new town is one of the villagers that I got my first ever time playing New Leaf, which was the uh, little deer, Zell. He's a smug deer. He looks like an antelope. I adore him. I don't get along with smug villagers very well, but Zell is a treat. I really did not think he was smug. While Aaron got really, really into New Leaf and just absolutely loved playing on it and exploring and loved being a mayor of this town and developing it to its fullest, my best friend Hannah, who I also love dearly and do not intend to marry but do intend to keep, bought me a Switch and my girlfriend bought me the game so that I could actually play as I intended to if I hadn't lost my job a week before it was released. It is something I'm incredibly grateful for. And it is just one example of how I tie this game in with my real life community in a way that is big and important to me. But New Horizons has been amazing. Um, the biggest difference between New Horizons and New Leaf for me is the crafting. They added DIY recipes so you can actually get resources from your trees like wood and clay from your stones and you can build things with them, which is just amazing. It is my favorite part of any game is the crafting aspect and it makes me so happy that we have it in Animal Crossing now. Besides that, it besides the fact that you can DIY things now and the game is taking place on a series of deserted islands instead of a tiny little isolated town in the middle of the mountains somewhere. There's not really that much different. There's still a museum that you get to catch bugs and new fish and you get to find fossils and have blathers assess them and you can donate them to the museum and further the cultural heritage of your place. <laughs> My place's name is Dandelion and I love it very much. My first save in New Horizons, my island was called Brightbend, and I got about 260 hours worth of gameplay under my belt. Uh, it, it was just incredibly highly developed, and there were a ton of amenities. I had uh, two separate outdoor music areas. I had 
paid off all of my home loans to Tom Nook. Uh, my house was as big and beautiful as it could be. Almost every room was fully designed and finished. It was gorgeous and I loved it. I had a basketball court and a soccer field and an outdoor gym and a pool area and a shopping center and a flea market and it was wonderful. I had a lot going for me but I designed an island layout that required 10 inclines and 10 bridges. You know what bridges are and inclines are just stairs to get from one level of geography on the game to the next otherwise you need a ladder for it. I uh I was unaware that there was an eight incline and eight bridge limit <laughs> when I designed my first island. And I found out when I went to put down my ninth bridge. I was really disheartened. And I kept playing the game for weeks. And I was just incredibly dissatisfied. And I didn't want to be playing anymore. And it felt like I was so frustrated because I couldn't fix my island to be something I wanted it to be without tearing down these things that I had spent so many nights and so many bells, which are the in-game currency, on, I ended up restarting, which I've told you before is something that I do when I feel stuck in games, and I am so glad I did. This new save, my island is named Dandelion, and it is wonderful. I have so many villagers that I completely and ardently adore. I have a wonderful layout that I designed ahead of time, and actually it keeps changing in ways that feel wonderful and authentic and surprise me. I love exploring my island and turning corners into things I didn't think they could be and, and making executive decisions to only have pink flowers be <laughs> on display everywhere. There's a lot of, of fun choices you can make in Animal Crossing that just mean the world to me. And I, I'm close to having a lot of amenities again. I have a huge flea market this time around, and I have a beautiful orchard. My uh, my girlfriend also has a house on my island that she plays on occasionally. <laughs> and it's just, it's something wonderful to behold when I get a new staircase or I get a new bridge and I know exactly what I'm doing or exactly what I want to, or I don't and I'm taking a chance and I know that I feel okay about taking that chance this time knowing what I know now about what I did last time. I feel like my experience with my original save really informed my game this time around and I feel like that's true in life too and part of that is reflected in the fact that I've mentioned that I only played New Leaf with my ex-girlfriend and when we broke up I didn't play with anyone it was completely on my own. New Horizons has never been like that. I have people now, and the game is so popular this time around and on such a popular console that I get to play with people that I haven't interacted with regularly in years. I've rekindled a friendship that went bad a couple of years ago in the last couple of months, and we just play Animal Crossing together now. We visit each other's islands and give each other gifts, and it's so much fun to explore and to run around with your friends. One thing my friend group tends to do is uh, get drunk and play hide and seek on each other's islands, which is so much fun. It is just an absolute joy to do together. Animal Crossing has become a thing I can control in a climate that feels uncontrollable. But sometimes things we control start to make us feel trapped or dull. They start to get predictable. And Animal Crossing isn't like that for me. There's always something new. There's always another week to wait before something rolls around the corner that I didn't expect, or a villager becomes a better friend with me and gives me their photo, or asks if they can call me a cute nickname. Or Animal Crossing, for me, is controlling what you can control when things feel out of control, thank you Olaf from Frozen 2, but in a way that will still surprise and inform and enlighten me. I love 
Animal Crossing. It means a lot to me. And the chance to work on it and to have somewhere to escape to that still grounds me is really important right now. And I hope, if you have the means, that you get the chance to experience it too. That's all for this week. I'll see you next.